G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we know, Aussie investors love real estate. So let's get a focus on what may be developing as there appears to be a slump in some cities and towns around Australia. So is this something that's just part of a slump phase in the regular property cycle? Is this a time where there are doomsayers making headlines one day and real estate companies talking it all up the next? Are you about to lose money in a downturn? Well, let's get some insights. Darren Laudenbach from God's Money Matters is back with us. More than 30 years as a financial planner, who these days has a passion for helping Christians master their money rather than being mastered by it. Darren's on the line from Canberra. Hello, Darren. Welcome back to 2020. Yeah, thanks very much, Neil. It's uh, great to be um, back again. Darren, uh, some people are jittery about the property market at the moment. Uh, We've talked about cycles before. Is this part of a property cycle in Australia? Yeah, it's it is absolutely, uh, Neil. I believe it's um, definitely. Well, it was predicted um, uh, p- part of the eighteen point six year cycle that I've spoken about before, and uh, we expected a mid cycle slowdown um, coming into two thousand and nineteen. So this is exactly what we expected. Uh, having said that, we didn't know exactly how to come about, but we expected this to happen again. Now, you mentioned that 18-year cycle. Let's have a little bit of a refresh on that because Mm. this is a cycle that goes over hundreds of years, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's actually since records began, really. And so, um, in fact, uh, last time I spoke, I think I might have mentioned it's back to the 1800s. They've now found, uh, early 1800s, they've now found records back to the um, uh, kind of late 1700s. And this cycle has been running since then. And, of course, modern financial markets might want to distance themselves from something uh, more than uh, 100 years old. Uh, But when we talk about a a slump uh, and the major cycle, does that mean that this slump is just a marking time for a little bit or is it likely to progress to a little worse than it is now because some people are uh, losing dollars even though there was something of a a real uh, burst in uh, real estate property prices. What are your thoughts about where we are with this slump? Yeah, I think it's, um, well, the slump is actually interesting. If we look at some of the uh, areas at which it's actually happening, it's really the high end of Sydney and Melbourne markets. So for most mums and dads out there who have bought, uh, you know, a a typical kind of Aussie home, um, then their property probably price probably hasn't changed very much uh, and probably won't. And in fact, Recent research that I've read shows that right through the GFCs, you know, 2007, 2008, that kind of time frame, median house prices uh, across Australia didn't really change. In fact, they actually increased. So it tends to be the higher end of the market that tends to get the news. Okay, so ordinary home buyers, and I'm talking lower end of the market, uh, perhaps even uh, first home buyers, but those who might be uh, selling their home and buying an uh, an upgraded home, uh, those are the people not necessarily badly affected by this recent slump. That's correct. 
Um, most people who have bought in, you know, a, a normal home, as we'd call it, not in the several millions of dollars, but in the several hundreds of thousands, you know, um, are, are probably going okay still. And, uh, you know, this news scares and it sells newspapers, but it doesn't, it's not necessarily the truth about what's actually happening for most of us. So does that mean that this is a good time to be in the property market or are there jitters that are quite legitimate and there could be some further decreases or that some of the slump could spread beyond the top end and into the middle or lower ends? Yeah, there is a little bit of a ripple effect that does happen, so it does ripple down from the top, but it's not that much. I mean, uh, and, and that's what history shows anyway. And in fact, this is a, a really good opportune time for people to be considering trying to get into the market. You know, the old adage, buy low, sell high. Yeah, it's just really important to keep that in mind. You know, keep, keep in mind that we, we tend to, we want to buy low and, and try to sell high or not sell at all. And the fundamentals of property haven't changed. You know, okay, we've had, the banking um, issue, some banking issues, and uh, it's harder to lend money right now. There's no doubt about that. Um, the banks have tightened up on some of their lending criteria, but it doesn't necessarily change some of the fundamentals. And um, I'm certainly not alone when I, when when it's talking like this. You know, um, uh, it's, it's interesting. Financial commentator David Koch says uh, the Australian property market could start to look ugly over the next six months. In an article he wrote just recently, but he said there's no need to panic. Um, you know, and pr- property prices move up and down like all um, investments do. And so, you know, it's going to come back pretty soon. And that's, that seems to be from the smarter, non-kind of attention-seeking um, predictors, <laughs> people who are, are quite sober in their opinions and have got a good track record are basically saying there's nothing to worry about. And I'd agree with that based on the big cycle and the fundamentals. However, we might look at some of the pointers from the banks uh, where we've got a low interest rate environment, still record low, 1.5% from the RBA, but some of the banks are tinkering and putting their rates up. That's, I imagine, what causes a few jitters. Yeah, and, and, and that's certainly something to keep an eye on, but the amount of increases are really, really low. Like, again, it gets good headlines, but the actual increases are, you know, point two percent or lower um so the the increase is very very insignificant and most australians have got enough of a buffer in their budgets or their cash flow to be able to handle a small increase like that in fact i think for most australians the problem is that they haven't recently renegotiated their mortgage and they're probably paying above four percent um and that's probably that's that's an area where a lot of aussies can really get a, a big benefit by just simply going back to their bank and negotiating and oftentimes they'll, they'll save more than a lot of banks are actually putting it up at the moment. So, um, yeah, there's plenty of things we can be doing, plenty of levers we can be pulling to manage all this. Darren, as a Christian and a person interested in the property market, is there any particular principle that we might look to or rely on, uh, wisdom from God, uh, when it comes to the way we deal with property investment? Well, I think... Um, the thing is that I, I suppose uh, I keep looking at when Jesus said we can read the seasons yet we can't predict, you know, um, he was having a go at, at us and saying we can, we can read the seasons and we can read the weather, we can kind of predict the weather, but we can't predict other things. And, and I think, well, look, you know, this, this history, if we can go back and look at this history, we can understand some of these cycles. And these cycles are based on human behaviour and human behaviour fundamentally really doesn't change. You know, it's greed and fear. 
Um, so if we understand those type of things, then we can understand, you know, that this is this is a cycle, and we do go through these cycles. Um, and we can then start to say, well, okay, rather than based on feelings, why don't I look at facts um, and 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 get some um, understanding of the season we're in? And if we look at it across Australia right now, we've got some of the lowest vacancy rates. Um, that we've had for many, many years, which a vacancy rate is the percentage of properties available to rent at any one time. So if you've got a vacancy rate of 2%, that means there's two properties available um, per 100 that are um, that are actually on the market for rental. Um, now, in the most, most capital cities at the moment in Australia, we've got lower than 3% vacancy rates. Um, so lower than three three houses that are available for rental at any one time that are vacant for uh, you know for every hundred. So the Real Estate Institute of Queensland actually says that 3.5% is what they would call equilibrium. What that basically means is that the tenant and landlord come to the, the negotiation table on the same terms. Right now we've got this lower than 3.5% vacancy rate in most of the capital cities across Australia, and that's not likely to change anytime soon. Um, and so, therefore, what we're saying is the landlord has the advantage in that negotiation. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes <laughs> sense. Sure. Yeah. So, the idea of investing in real estate now, uh, you're talking primarily units, uh, but what about, uh, you know, buying houses and land? Uh, what about the idea of investing in uh, investment property? What are your thoughts on the outlook for those sorts of ways that we might use our finance? Yes, certainly. Um, Well, look, actually, I wouldn't recommend units on the whole. In fact, um, with very few exceptions to the rule, um, I don't recommend units because, uh, you know, I I jokingly say that God's not creating any more land. So land is a limited resource, whereas air is not. So we can build up, but we can't necessarily build out. And so, therefore, my recommendations when it comes to investing in property is that you actually get a land component. And, in fact... Having said that, um, it's very important to understand that even the government pretty much tells us that because if we buy a piece of land and then put a property on it and use it for investment purposes, the government gives us a tax break for the cost of the building. So they allow a depreciation allowance. Now, that allowance is 2.5% over 40 years. And if we multiply 2.5 times 40, that equals 100. So what the government's basically saying, the tax office is saying to us is over 40 years, that piece of real estate that you've just put on top of that land, that building you put on that land, will be worth nothing in 40 years' time. And we see that playing out in real time. Like um, in the sub- a lot of suburbs around Canberra, and I'm sure in other suburbs that where listeners are, if the, if, the, if the suburb is 40 years or more older, you, uh, in, you'll see a lot of um, actual houses being demolished. And rebuilt, and and um, there'll be different. There'll be, there might be developments. They might be putting duplexes, or they might be putting units on there because the land has become much more valuable. So, uh, in, in a property investment, is very important to have a land component. Good advice, and I can hear an optimism in you too, uh, where you hear of, as we say, those sorts of news headline stories uh, where the property prices are coming off, uh, cooling off, or even a property slump, as we're hearing, as we said, from some of the doomsayers. But as a Christian and taking a sober view of the property market, having even a long-term view, applying principles of Christian stewardship, uh, are you optimistic that this is a good time for people to actually be optimistic about the future? 
Absolutely, absolutely. I'm very much on that side of things at the moment. I think this is a fantastic time to buy the lows. In fact, if I look at there's an there's a economist, um, Clifford Bennett, um, he, just the other day, he's from a company called Living Economics, and he said it's great buying opportunities at the moment, buy on the low. Now, that's, that's on the share market, but the share market and property market are in, do kind of move together. And so um, it's very important to look at these people. There's, there's you know... Um, Plenty of people at the moment saying, who are economists, saying this is a good time to buy. The, the economy is not going to slow down anytime soon. I'll give you an example of this. The, the, uh, sometimes news from even reported, um, reportedly uh, trustworthy areas are not necessarily that, that helpful. The IMF, the, IMF, the Inter- International Monetary Fund, released a forecast the other day that said that um, they, they said that there was this bearish forecast. So they're saying that things are going to drop. Now, they're saying the forecast for the world economy is going to drop by 0.2%. Okay? So that's, everybody thinks that that's bad. But that's dropping from 3.9% next year to 3.7%. Now, 3.7% is a booming world economy. Booming. Now, recently I was in the United States for, um, to drop my, my daughter off over there for her university. And... I found that the the unemployment rates over there are the lowest that they've been since Nixon was president. So, this you know we we just don't hear this kind of good news. Good news doesn't sell. And right now, there's you know the trade wars between U.S. and and um, the, the in China will actually increase um, Australia's uh, economy. It will be good for Australia. So. All of these things are seen as very negative, but they're not. Um, low vacancy rates, low unemployment rates, you know, high demand, um, businesses doing really well, um, lots of lots of funds in the you know in the balance sheets of, of businesses across the world. The global economy um, is booming. There's there's plenty of infrastructure spending across the world. Um, so yeah, I'm very positive. I'm very optimistic. I just think this is a wonderful little slowdown right now coming into 2019, where it's a great opportunity to be able to get some great assets at a good price um, for, the, for the next boom. Well, I know there'll be a lot of people who'll be uh, rising to give you a round of applause for your optimism. <laughs> and, uh, and let me say that as you rattle off those indicators that would make us confident about a future when it comes to investing in property, good to get your insights. Darren, let me point people to godsmoneymatters.com and also a secondary website that you have operating, and there'll be listeners who might be interested, propertycashflow.com.au, and you have webinars that run three times a day, at midday, at 6, and at 9 p.m. That's daylight saving time, but that's propertycashflow.com.au. Darren Laudenbach, who leads God's Money Matters. Darren, thanks for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate being on. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.